In James chapter 2, the Bible tells us that faith without works is dead. In the same way that just talking or words without action is dead. Not so much to God, but definitely to people. And unfortunately, we live in a world that is plagued with dead faith. Talk is cheap and faith is also part of this. Faith is no exception from this. We can say we have faith. We can say we believe in God. We can call ourselves Christians. But if our faith is not lived out, it does not really matter. Often fame, faith becomes repulsive to people instead of being attractive to them because that faith is dead. Dead faith is uninspirational, boring and empty. It is vain. So friends, how can you have a faith that inspires others? How can you have a faith that is alive? Please join me today as I answer these simple questions and how you can have faith that inspires. My name is Pastor Gerald and this is Grace Waves. Good morning, friend. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is always such a privilege to be able to bring you this word. Now, we know that faith is powerful. And we even spoke about this last week, about the power of faith. But there is another side of the power of faith that we did not speak about. And that is that faith is powerful in that it creates faith fields. Faith fields refer to the ability of your faith to move and to inspire other people. It is, you know, like when you have a magnetic field that you cannot see it, but there is a force there that it draws, it pushes, it energizes, even wireless charging and all these things. It works with magnetic fields. And so this is the way that our faith can be, is our faith can be alive, it can be inspiring, and it can move other people around us. In James chapter 2, verse 18 to 20, the Bible speaks about our faith, and the Bible says, But some of you may say, You claim to have faith, and I have good works. Show me your faith without your works, if you can, and I will show you my faith by my works, that is, by what I do. You believe that God is one and you do well to believe that. The demons also believe and shudder and, 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 and tremble in, in the sight of God. But are you willing to recognize, you foolish and spiritually shallow person, that faith without good works is useless? And this is in the Amplified Version. And what the Bible really is saying here is that when we say we have faith, but our life does not align with those words, our, our life does not align with what we say we believe, then our faith is dead. 
In fact, it is worse than that because we actually blaspheme God's name. We bring shame to his name when we do not live out what we say we believe. But when we live what we say we believe, then it becomes a powerful faith. Faith is, is not just for you. It is not just something that God has given and enabled you to do for you alone, but it is also for others. And in the Bible, we have several good examples, right, of people that were heroes of faith, people that moved by faith, people that moved not only other people, but nations, the world through faith. It speaks about in the Bible, it talks about the disciples and, and you know, they say the people say, say, say that, oh, those, those disciples, those people that have turned the world upside down have come here as well. A few handful of people. Jesus chose but 12 people and they turned the world upside down. We have people like David, people like Gideon, people like Ezra and Nehemiah and Esther. We have people, you know, like, uh, like the judges and you have the prophets and we have Daniel and somebody like Peter and all these people. Faith is not, faith is meant to inspire other people, to move them, to help them, to motivate them, to encourage them to move and to trust God as well. When you have this kind of faith that is alive, it is a faith that actually walks with God. It is a faith that doesn't just speak, but it, it, is, it is backed up by the actions of that faith, of your life. And that is the kind of faith that will not only move you, but also others. But if you have faith that doesn't inspire you, that doesn't move you, then how can you possibly inspire other people? If your faith is not real to you, if it doesn't challenge you, if it doesn't move you, if it doesn't like, um, how can I say, like uh, move you forward in your relationship with God and, and help you to do things that you would not normally, normally do, then how can your faith possibly then do that for other people? How can you inspire others if you are not inspired by your own faith? And so it starts with that decision that we make to obey by faith the words of God. How can I have faith? How can you have faith that inspires other people? It starts with faith obedience. And we're going to talk about that on Friday. But it starts with not just hearing the words of God, but believing them and then walking in them. The Bible says, do not just be hearers of the word, but doers also, lest you deceive yourselves. And so when we start to believe what we are hearing and believe what we say we believe, then our faith starts to become visible. Then our faith starts to become noticeable to others and it starts to move them. It starts to encourage them. It starts to energize their faith. You know, great things happen when men and women of God humble themselves and trust Him and, and decide to, 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 to believe Him for what He has said and, and actually live that way. Can one person change a nation? Can one person transform a generation? I believe that one person can do that. We have seen that happen in the past and surely we will see it again. But we must live by faith. 
And when we live by faith, that is when revival happens, is when people see our lives and they are stirred up by our lives and, 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 and God is manifest through our lives. Then people also through the faith fields around us are encouraged and energized and drawn to God because they see something more than what they expected. They see the supernatural. And that's exactly what happens when we trust God. We live lives that are supernatural lives, not because of ourselves, but because of what God is doing through us. In Leviticus chapter 26, verse 7 and 8, Leviticus 26, verse 7 and 8, the Bible says, And you will chase your enemies, and they will fall before you by the sword. Five will chase a hundred, and a hundred of you will put ten thousand to flight, and your enemies will fall before you by the sword. Isn't that incredible to think about that, that five people can chase 100 people and a hundred people can chase 1000 people. It's like, <laughs> wow, right? That God is, is able to work through us when we trust him. And when we trust him, other people are also inspired to trust him. And therefore faith is, is required not just for yourself, but for other people as well. Think about David, right? When he defeated Goliath, one young man stood up against the enemy and said, I'm not taking this. I'm going to fight by faith. And when he defeated Goliath, it says that the armies of Israel rose up and chased the Philistines and they defeated them with a great victory that day. But if David did not step up in faith, that would have never happened. Think about Gideon with his 300 men that put the armies of the enemy to flight. Or Jonathan with one man, Jonathan and his armor bearer. They went and they went into the camp of the enemy. Jonathan said, are you with me? And the armor bearer said, do whatever the Lord puts on your heart. I'm with you by faith. Let's do this. And they went in alone into the enemy's camp where hundreds of soldiers were. And they started to fight there and they defeated 20 of them. And then the enemy started fighting themselves. There was chaos and then they fled away. And not only did that happen, but it also inspired the rest of the armies of Israel to see the faith that this man had, Jonathan, and he inspired the whole nation through his acts of faith. And Peter stood up right in the midst, in the book of Acts, in the midst of the people, and he started preaching the gospel boldly. And on that day, thousands of people got saved and became part of the church and part of God's work. Or Paul that went by faith and preached the gospel to, to many different cities and many different nations. And because of him, many followed in his, in his path to reach the Gentile nations with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so friend, listen, listen carefully. It doesn't take a special person to change the world or at least to change their world around them. It takes a person that walks by faith. It takes a person that will say, yes, God, I'm going to believe you. I'm going to have a vision. I'm going to walk in this vision that you have given me. No matter what, I'm going to have my eyes fixed on Jesus Christ and by faith we will move forward. That's what it takes to change a nation. That's all that it takes 
to change a whole generation and to inspire them is one person to walk by faith. Believe God without fear. Be bold in your faith and you'll see how your faith will inspire many, many people. Thank you so much for listening today, friend. I hope and trust that this message will mean a lot to you. And I I really trust and hope and pray that it will move you to faith. What if we can have people rise up by faith and see a new generation of, of, of faith warriors that will lead not only our nation, but the whole generation in this world? Please remember, friend, as always, to like this message. And if you have not subscribed yet to our YouTube page, please go and do that. We will really appreciate it. Not only will you be notified when we upload new messages, but also you will help us reach more and more people with the good news of Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, remember to listen to the heartbeat of God. May you have a blessed day. Goodbye.